Tagovailoa trying to make up for it. Fires to the end zone. Touchdown! Alabama wins! Cologne looking for his first hit of the year. Oh. He drives one! Deep left field! That goes Upton! Back near the wall! It's out of here! <laughs> Bartolo has done it! There's only one word that comes to mind. Greatness. What is up, guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Red Shirt Podcast. Today, uh, have a buddy, another Michigander, our second one thus far, uh, Buddy Owen, um, all things Michigan State. Um, you want to talk some Big Ten anything, uh, anything Spartan-related, he's your guy. Uh, Owen, how are you doing? Doing pretty good. How about you? I'm doing good. I'm actually... Padres game bottom of the ninth right now. See, they came back. Uh, they were down one ninth inning. We'll see if they can close it out. But um, yes. so to start it off, um, I just want you to touch a little bit on your thoughts on the Michigan State football program, as well as if you'd like to touch on um, the basketball program. Well, I'd obviously rather touch on basketball. <laughs> MSU football sucks right now. Fair. You asked about football first, so I guess we'll go with that. I mean, I guess the past four years for MSU have been up and down. We went three and nine, then we went ten and three. So bad year, not a good year. And then seven and six, two years in a row. So with high expectations. So I guess we haven't been doing well. But I think Tucker will improve things. He's recruiting better than Dan Kelly ever did. So yeah, that's what I mean. Tucker, it's an interesting hire for sure. I think given the late options. I think he was a pretty he's a pretty good hire. Seems like a pretty smart football guy. I think yeah. it, we he ha, he does have a lot to prove though. Really didn't do much at Colorado. He had a, he had a short stay, but um I definitely think given the options, he he's not bad. I don't know. I don't know if we'll see instant success, but I th- I think he can bring yeah, the program to a to a better spot. Um then obviously basketball um been on a roll with these recruits. You got uh Bates Christy, they got like another guy yesterday too, yeah. Yeah, they, we we got I forget his name. We got a five star center from Canada. I think I think he's twenty twenty two. Okay, yeah. Um. Oh, oops. Got to turn uh my do not disturb on. That would be helpful. Yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> um, but yeah, the what what are you thinking, Michigan State basketball wise this year? I guess it will depend on what the season looks like, but I mean, if the season is was to go on like it was planned, I don't. I obviously don't think we would have been as good as we were last year. So we're going to be a young team, and the leaders aren't really established or anything. No one even knows who's going to the NBA yet and all that. So I guess it's kind of up in the air still. I think they'd be probably contending for the Big Ten. I don't think they'd win it. I think it's going to be Illinois versus Wisconsin this year. Yeah, isn't that uh? What's his name? Uh, I don't even think I can pronounce it. The big man from Illinois. What's his name? Oh, for um, I I can't pronounce. I I can spell his last. His first name is Georgie. I can spell his last name. But I don't know how to say it. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, he 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 knows he's coming back. They're looking good. Um, yeah, it will be interesting to see the capacity in which college basketball will be played in last couple days. Um, or at least over the last week, we've seen college football. They're coming out with these conference-only schedules, and you know, obviously, I, I said th- I've said this in past episodes. For for the sake of our conversations, for the most part, we're assuming that um, a season will be played. There's 
Otherwise, if if we say, well, there's not going to be a season, then there's kind of the podcast becomes yeah. irrelevant. But in kind of segueing into the whole conference only discussion, oh my, do not disturb is just not going. Yeah, I guess your do not disturb doesn't work. Yeah, clearly, clearly we've had a had technical difficulties getting on the call, and then uh, do not yeah, disturb. Phone. Yeah, clearly. Um. But Trent again broke my flow. But transitioning to the conference only schedule discussion, um, how will the conference only schedule affect the playoff and really the season as a whole? Um, who are some teams or some certain aspects of college football that really take a hit from conference only schedules? Well, I think that it's a big boost for conferences like the SEC because instead of playing eight games against the SEC teams a year and four teams against, or four games against, like, FCS teams. Now there's going to be playing ten games against in-conference teams, so for conference like the SEC, maybe it benefits them, but for the ACC where you have Clemson, where the only games that really matter for them are going to be out of conference, if they do play anyone good out of conference, because they're going to win every game in their conference, so for a team like Clemson, I'll know if it would help them, but yeah, for me, looking at it, I think one team it really hurts is Oregon. So you can say that not having to play Ohio State and uh, North Dakota State might help their chances of running the table. But Maybe. I think given the state of the SEC, the SEC is always a threat to get two teams in. I think if we're, and we're assuming the at least the playoff goes somewhat as normal, um, if Oregon really slips up in one game almost um, – it's it's really hard to say if that's on par with even a two-loss SEC team that had to go through the SEC gauntlet versus Oregon. I mean, USC is, like, not bad, but still USC. Uh, my Sun Devils are good, but, I mean, still. Yeah. Um, I think it really it hurts Oregon in that sense because if you beat Ohio State, you beat North Dakota State, you can afford a loss. Or even if yeah. your loss is to you know, Ohio State, that's it's one of the best losses in the country. So that's yeah. tough. And then I was kind of looking at some big matchups that we really got to miss out that I was really excited for. I think Oklahoma-Tennessee is one for me. It's maybe not the biggest uh, matchup of, like, the best teams, but I think it would have been – Yeah, I think it would have been really fun to see um, what Tennessee has going up against a, an offensive powerhouse like Oklahoma and Spencer Rattler. Um, Auburn, North Carolina really intrigued me, getting to see Bo Nix, Sam Howell. Um, it would be a good quarterback game. It would be a true, yeah. And I mean, everyone's saying North Carolina, North Carolina on the rise, maybe they could win the division. Um, uh, ACC, what is that, Coastal? Um, I'll have to, I'll have to, I can look at it, I can look at it right now. I don't, I mean, I don't even know the names of the of the respective ACC conferences. I'm not an ACC guy. But um and then the other one that really sucks out. I wanted to see Texas LSU again. I was I was excited for that. And obviously, we yeah, lose we we lose Oregon Ohio State, which I mentioned. Alabama USC would have been fun to see. Um well, we know what the result would have been. We 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 do. We do know what the result would have been. Um but not, nonetheless, it really does suck to see yeah. to see all of this because we want college football, and we have the. Obviously, it's not that simple. We gotta keep in mind the players' best interests. It is a, they are student athletes, so it's not as simple as a professional sports league yeah, to get it going. Good. 
but nonetheless, as a fan, it definitely, definitely sucks. Uh, I mean, there are positive aspects to it. I mean, I guess, I mean, one one loss is going to matter a lot more this year than other years because fewer games. Yeah. One loss is going to mean more for your playoff resume. So I guess every game is going to matter more, and every team is playing against their conference. So in theory, everyone should have a pretty similar schedule. So I guess that should make uh, deciding the playoffs easier, I would guess. Yeah, well, yeah, because that's what, in most cases, obviously, um, I think in most cases besides the Big 12, uh, you, won't necess- you won't necessarily play every single team. But I, right. for the most case, it's not going to be like, well, so-and-so gets to miss this big spot. It's, it's much closer to everyone playing everyone, which is which is helpful. Um, yeah, sure. Speaking of the Big 12, though, um, Big 12 is really a cluster. You have Oklahoma uh, made the playoff last year. You're losing... Um, you're losing Jalen Hurts, you're losing CeeDee Lamb, but they always reload great offense. Spencer Rattler, though, um, not a transfer quarterback for the first time in a while. You have people who are really high on Oklahoma State, I'd say, including myself. You got Chuba Hubbard, Tylan Wallace, Spencer Sanders, really good three-headed monster. Baylor uh, still have Charlie Brewer and some of the talent from last year. Matt Rule's gone, but... Um, and then you obviously have Texas, um... You know, every year Texas will win a slightly big game. We'll call them back. Um, but, and then they won't be back. And then they won't be back, exactly. So what do you make of the Big 12? Do we think it's going to be like a Pac-12 kind of cannibal, everywhere, everyone beats everyone, or is there a clear team that you like the best? Well, before I answer that, I think TCU could, could do pretty well, too. You I TCU guy? Offensive line, a quarterback, they could do pretty well, because I think they have some pretty good receivers, and their defense is... I, th- I mean, I think it was one of the best in the conference last year. Yeah, I, I mean, TCU's had a polarizing offseason. They got uh, – they were able to get Zachary Evans late. I mean, he's he's a nutcase, right. but talented. And then I think – didn't they add another, like, five-star transfer? It, 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 was, it was a transfer from somewhere, though. I, I want to say it was a Bama transfer, maybe. Yeah, something like that. Um, so, yeah. On self, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, what do you yeah, make I, of I, of that whole cluster? Who do you like? Who do you like? Um, I mean, it's hard to pick against Oklahoma. Consider, I, I saw something earlier say it said they won 13 of the Big 12 championships since 2000. The only team, like the closest team is Texas, and they have two, so two or three. So, I mean, it's just hard to pick against them, especially considering, I mean, they have to reload if they want to get win again this year, but it's not like they haven't done that every year for the past three years, especially in offense. Yeah. So it's hard to pick against OU, but... Oklahoma State's looking pretty good. I'm not. I'm not too sure about their defense, but their offense. I don't think anyone can deny is going to be explosive. Yeah. And then I think Baylor and TCU are a little bit harder to judge, and, and Texas as well. I think. I don't think I will guarantee you that Texas will not win the Big Twelve. Yeah, I, I can't I see it happening. Anyone else a chance? <laughs> um, I think I don't know. I, I yeah, I don't think Texas wins the Big Twelve. Uh, solely because they are Texas. I do think, I think Sam Ellinger is one of the best quarterbacks in college football. I just don't think, I, I don't, I don't see the team putting it all together. Um, Baylor, Baylor's really, it, it's hard to say because you got Charlie Brewer coming back. You have, you have, you have some seasoned veterans, but you're losing like a Denzel Mims and you're losing Matt Rule, which is a significant loss. He, I mean, that program was in dark times. He came in here. He came here. He came in there 
Um, totally changed the culture. I don't think anyone saw Baylor doing as good as they did last year. I so mean, six six, and everyone thought that was a great year for them. Yeah. So they they kept exceeding expectations. Maybe even without them, they'll keep doing it. Um, Oklahoma State really intrigues me because you're you you hit the nail on the head that the defense isn't isn't great. But I think in a, if and if there's gonna be any conference that you have a weak defense, and you can get away with it. It is the Big Twelve. Yeah, but sure. ultimately, you it, it is hard to pick against Oklahoma the way that they've just dominated the Big Twelve. I, Lincoln Riley's just been an incredible coach. I mean, with the talent of Spencer Sanders, you're yes, you're losing a very good well, a very good college quarterback in Jalen Hurts. You're losing one of the best receivers in uh, all of college football, CD Lamb. They have guys; they'll reload. You got Charleston Rambo. I know had some injuries. Um, also wide receiver, but you have Theo Weiss or however you yeah, say, Gene. Jaden Hazelwood, whatever. Yeah, they're 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 loaded with that, so they'll develop. I will say every year Bedlam's really fun to watch. I think this year, this year's gonna gonna be incredible as well. I hope so. I hope Oklahoma State can win it for once. <laughs> yeah, no, it'd be it'd be fun to see Oklahoma State finally win it. Um, sure. so then sticking on college football, college football is kinda. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, um. Wait. Oh, and you're cutting out a bit. What? What was that? Um. I I said something about Iowa State. I think I said something about Iowa State's defense, and then I, Brock Purdy's coming back. Correct. Uh. Yes. Brock Purdy. I think he's gonna be a junior. And whoo! Padres just escaped. Eight seven win. Had bases loaded. Two outs. Love to see it. Um. Nice. But yeah. No. Iowa State's intriguing. Um. With Brock Purdy, I think he's one of the better quarterbacks in the nation. Definitely one of the most slept on. So it'll be fun to see what he can do. I think ultimately they won't have enough to win the Big 12, but they can definitely get some big wins. Yeah, I I mean, if there are bowl games, I could see them in a bowl, yeah. Yeah. Um, I could see him pulling off a big win against OU or something. Oh, yeah, no question. And then uh, we're going to – sticking on college football, I was was saying basically all of this is – college based but um you're building i found this graphic online um of college football um if you were to create a program it's like one of those um whatchamacallit uh like money like top levels like five dollars um so on so forth um and then here let me find it it's like buying the program yeah yeah it's like buying a program and let me the limit is $20? $20? Yeah, $20. Um, so I'll go through and explain each tier, and then we can sit, uh, break down what our picks would be. Um, the $5, it's broken into five sections. Conference, coach, player, stadium slash facilities, and fans. So for conferences, $5 SEC, $4 Big 12, $3 Big 10, $2 ACC, $1 Pac-12, for coaching, um, $5 Nick Saban, uh, $4 for uh, Lincoln Riley, $3 for Dabo Sweeney, $2 for Ryan Day, $1 for Mario Cristobal. Wow, uh, Riley out of Sweeney is interesting. Um, yeah, I don't agree with that. <laughs> uh, fields, uh, players, Fields at $5, Lawrence at $4, Slovis at $3, Hubbard at $2, and Stingley at $1. 
Um, stadium and facilities, Clemson at $5, Oregon at $4, Alabama at $3, uh, Ohio State at $2, Texas at $1. And then fans, $5 is Michigan, uh, $4 is LSU, $3 is Oklahoma, $2 is Notre Dame, and $1 is USC. That's kind of a lot to follow along with, but uh, when you see our picks, you'll kind of you'll understand it more. Owen, uh, how would you build your program with these 20 hypothetical dollars? Well, I'm biased towards the Big Ten because I'm a Michigan State fan, so you know what I'm picking for conference. So there's my first $3, Big Ten. But then, Coach, like you were saying, I don't know why Sweeney is under Lincoln Riley. So even if Sweeney was $4 and Lincoln Riley was 3 I think I'd still go Sweeney over him. Yeah. Um, and then player... Player, that, that's harder. Honestly, maybe Fields or Lawrence, you might as well get a quarterback. Yeah, and it's kind of, that. that's another one that's like, uh, you could flip-flop either way, Lawrence five, Fields four, but right. Fields in this scenario is five, and Lawrence is four. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, I'd probably, I think Lawrence is probably, I don't know if he, I'd say he's better, but he's, he's one more than, than Fields, obviously, so I guess I'll go with him. Yeah, that puts you at uh, $10? Yep. Uh yeah, ten dollars. That's right. Um, so I guess I got. You got. I, te- guess I, I guess I have to spend five dollars if I well, spend all my money. You don't have to. You can but, save the extra and invest yeah. it. I mean. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a good point. <laughs> all right, stadium and facilities. I'll go Clemson out of those. I'll go with the five dollar one. Yeah, I mean, I might as well. Best home field advantage in college football, maybe besides LSU, maybe. Yeah. I don't know why I don't know how LSU is not on that that list for stadium and facilities either or yeah. Michigan. Yeah. Then, yeah. Uh, fans. How is Michigan five? I I, I don't <laughs> get Michigan five. I think. Yeah, I I don't understand Michigan five myself. Yeah. Well, as a Michigan State fan, my opinion of Michigan fans is not very high, so that's obviously not my pick. I think I'd probably go with Notre Dame, honestly. Yeah. I mean, everyone who's Catholic likes Notre Dame, so. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I think Notre Dame has a really loyal fan base, and, you know, you don't see right. it as, I feel like you don't see as much smack talk, partially because there's no, like, conference affiliation almost, but there's definitely a big fan base behind Notre Dame. Yeah, I mean, they still have their rivals and stuff, though. Yeah, no, they do have their rivals. That's, I feel like that I could have phrased that better. But, yeah. I mean, pretty good pretty good program you built. And ultimately, I mean, you can pick all of the bottom ones and you probably have a, a pretty good program. But just to recap, Owen went uh, $3 Big Ten, $3 Dabo Sweeney, $4 Trevor Lawrence, um, $5 Clemson uh, Stadium and Facilities, um, and $2 for Notre Dame. And what, that leaves you with... You got you got three extra bucks. Go get go get yourself from a convenient. I can't I can't speak. You guys know every every episode I can't speak. Go get yourself something from a convenience store. Yeah. Let's go. That's what I'm <laughs> doing with my three dollars. <laughs> um. So for me, building the program, I went a little bit with a different approach. Um. I spent I spent my big dollars on um the first two, which is I'm taking the SEC. I just. 
I, I don't I Big Ten at three dollars is really good value. I think I'd rather take them over the Big yeah. Twelve for four. Um, but I'm going with the SEC mainly because I mean we've seen it. SEC has been the only conference to get two team teams in, and if it ultimately SEC the SEC is the top dog. So I'm taking the top dog. At coach, I'm also doing that. Dabo Sweeney, it's incredible value at three dollars, but I'm not. I'm not going away from the goat, Nick Saban. Um, I definitely you can make the argument for Sweeney, especially with two dollars less. But given, I think the leeway of it being twenty dollars, I'll I'll splash on Saban. Obviously, a little bit of my. I think it's just because you're an Alabama. Fan. I think it's a little bit of Alabama bias, but ultimately, I mean, you can't really go wrong with taking a coach like Nick Saban. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, at this point, you could just build Alabama, though. Just spend $3 on our stadium. Ah, we'll, we'll, we'll continue on. Um, player, this is definitely not the uh, Alabama pick. Uh, $4, I'm also taking Trevor Lawrence. Um, him, I, I personally, I, I like Fields a little better for college. Um, I actually did a full, uh, it was like top 20 quarterback rankings. Check that out, the redshirt.blog. Um, couple spots I definitely missed, forgot some guys. But I ra- I ranked Fields over Lawrence. Um, but it's really 1A, 1B. I'll go Lawrence for the $4. Great guy to build yeah, your program around. Too. Yeah, they're very interchangeable. And then, stadiums and facilities, I'm going Alabama. I think... Wow, I didn't see that coming. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay, hear me out on this, though. For the stadiums and facilities, I, I really don't... I think 1 through 5... It really doesn't matter because all of these are very elite. You know, Clemson. Cle- Clemson's very good. And I, I think I can agree with Clemson being at the top. You're, you hit. You hit it. Clemson really good atmosphere. Oregon, you have great, uh, all great. You know, technology. Pro. You, they have incredible facilities. They, I don't know if I'd say they have a better stadium than Alabama, Ohio State. I, no, I. I don't think they have a better stadium, but I can. I can understand it um, a little bit. Yeah. Alabama, uh, good, pretty, pr- very nice stadium. They just added in some bougie locker rooms and stuff, so that's good. Ohio State, similar stuff, really good. Texas, good as well. So I'm, I'm, I'm rolling with Alabama there. Say what you want. I don't. I feel like there's not a bad pick in the stadiums and facilities because it's not like your one dollars like Rutgers or such. And then that puts me at what is that? 10 14 17 dollars so i have three dollars to spend and i'm not gonna have any left over i'm gonna take oklahoma um passionate fan base um definitely rowdy uh i think i mean i i, I wouldn't i think notre dame's of another fine option i wouldn't take usc because i don't care for my fans to be snobs but, no, yeah, I, I would not take USC. Yeah, I'd I, I ta- ta- definitely take Michigan before I take USC. Yeah, call us God. Can you imagine? That's what USC has as stadium and facilities. That, that, that'd be one that's definitely a tier below. Yeah, uh, Oklahoma. That's the one bad selection. Like, I think USC fans is the only bad one that you could pick. I think all the other ones are good. Yeah, it's all good fan base. You can say what you want about the way that they're ranked, but uh, I'm taking Oklahoma for three dollars so my program ended up and yes it was sec uh alabama heavy but i mean hey got about that's the way to build a dynasty eh uh sec for five dollars nick saban for five dollars trevor lawrence four dollars alabama facilities for three dollars and oklahoma fans for three dollars and unfortunately i have no money left so i will not be accompanying owen to go get a three dollar snack you still you can have half of it. Okay, that that sounds good. I I do appreciate that.
Um, so, let's see, moving on, uh, this past decade, we've had, obviously, a lot of really great, just sporting events in general, and specifically college football, I've had, there are just so, so many games that come to mind when I think about, um, terrific, just terrific performances, uh, and just memorable moments, so, thinking about, some of our favorite moments um, in college football the past decade. Where does where does your mind go to? I think my my one favorite is easily MSU beating Michigan in twenty fifteen on the the punt, which I'm sure anyone could understand why if you're an MSU fan. <laughs> he has trouble with the snap. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I, I think I think almost any MSU fan can recite that call word by word. Yeah. Um, besides that, though, I, I won't say any more MSU ones. Besides that, maybe we're talking football and basketball, or just football. Um, I was kind of thinking football. If there's something specific, basketball, go ahead. All right, go go with football then. Uh, even though I do not like Alabama, the the last play of the national championship that with were to a win that that was one of the best of the decade I'd say. Yeah, I uh, I was a fan of second and twenty six. <laughs> yeah, I would think. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'd say the, those two. Um, what else? It's like it's hard. They're just I know there's so yeah. many good games, and I know you, similar to me and many others, just watch so much college football. It's hard to pinpoint specific ones. Yeah, I mean, if I could probably pinpoint some specific games, like, um, like the Alabama LSU game in like twenty twenty thirteen. I want to say where it was like nine to six or whatever. Oh yeah. Like, that's one game. like that. That was a great game. Um, the rematch of that wasn't as good, but also another really good game. Um, Ohio State, Michigan, where JT got across the line. Eh, well, short. <laughs> uh, I disagree, but yeah, that was another great game. Uh, Penn State beating Ohio State on that uh, blocked punt. That was another good one. Oh, yeah, that was incredible. Uh, um, so, for me... I, uh, I, I noted down a couple, um, for, I, I also noted down the second and 26 that Georgia Alabama game was incredible. Um, in terms of Arizona state, um, when ASU went to the Coliseum in, uh, 2014, uh, the site of the jail Mary, um, Mike Bergevici throwing up a 50 plus yard Hail Mary, uh, Jalen Strong catches it at the goal line and ASU beats USC, um, Bergevici, I think that was his, maybe not first start, but he was recently replacing an injured Taylor Kelly. He threw for 510 yards and five touchdowns. Um, they, they were down nine with three minutes to go and uh, and got it done. Obviously, that against anyone would excite me, but specifically USC, uh, quite, quite the feeling. Um, looking at some other non-my favorite team moments, uh, that USC Penn State Rose Bowl in 2017, uh, where was yeah. it was 101 combined points. Darnold threw for f- 453 yards. Uh, 
Saquon put up 249. And just there was so much talent in that game. You got Darnold, Saquon, Juju, uh, Chris Godwin, Dory Jackson, Mike Jacecki. It was That was just an, an instant classic. That, take that game over the Georgia-Oklahoma Rose Bowl? That's, that's my next one, actually. Georgia-Oklahoma, <laughs> 2018, that double overtime. I mean, that was the Alabama-Washington game in the other semifinals, anticlimactic. But that Georgia-Oklahoma game was was easily one of the best games of the decade. Um, double overtime in the, in the granddaddy of them all, the Rose Bowl. Again, over 100 points scored. You had that star power from... Uh, you had Baker Mayfield, you had Hollywood Brown, uh, CeeDee Lamb, uh, you, had, you had Kyler Murray, who, I mean, he wasn't playing, but you're just like, Sony Michelle, Nick Chubb, Nicole Hardman, Roquan Smith, yeah, DeAndre so Baker. Yeah, who are making impacts in the NFL already. Yeah, so many guys. I mean, in my, uh, I edited my intros. It was way too long, so it's it's not in there anymore. Uh, peep the new intro if you guys didn't notice, but I had the... The call from Chris Fowler of Oh Sonny Michelle and he'll take the dogs to the national championship game. I mean, that was just an in- incredible game. Um yeah. yeah, just so so fun to watch. Then lastly, um, of the ones that I was noting down, one that I think you probably enjoyed quite a bit was uh Michigan State, Ohio State, uh that twenty fifteen year. I think that was when Michigan State went to the playoff, yeah. Yep, yeah, that was. So um, here's the Michigan game. Yeah. Early. Um snap. Yeah. Um I they, it wasn't really a high scoring affair. Um it was real it was really low scoring. Yeah, but it was a defensive game. It I'm was really a super sure. defensive game and I'm pretty sure correct me if I'm wrong. Uh MSU played with their ba- it was their backup QB, was it not? I it was we played yeah, we played two QBs really. We played Danny and Terry and we would just run the ball with him and Tyler O'Connor and he would he would throw the ball. Oh, okay. And that's what what was so memorable 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 about it was Michael Geiger acing that field goal and then going around oh, yeah. doing the windmill. That was uh I remember that was that was so funny, him just running around doing that windmill looking like a fool, but I mean how can you not love him after he won such a big game? Yeah, no, no, that, that that's true. I mean, I, I I'd probably do the same thing if I were in this situation. I just like, I wouldn't know what to do. I just I just lose so, my marbles. Yeah, same. <laughs> um, so I mean, that was the same season as the Michigan game and and L J Scott's dive across the goal line in the Big Ten championship though. So that was a that was that was a really good year for Michigan State. It's sad. LJ, yeah. The story of L J Scott's really sad. Like he was just no, yeah, it is. He had he, a lot of potential. Yeah, so much potential and just went down and down. And, you know what could have been, but moving on from college football, but sticking on the college sports scene, a um, little bit of college basketball. It's still a little too early, uh, partially you know because we have a decent amount of time till the season. Also, we don't know what the season will consist of. But who are some? Uh, I guess somewhat too early teams to watch for in college basketball. Um, I think Wisconsin's one. I I'm really high on. I'm in Illinois too. Like I was saying, I think they'll both be the two best teams in the Big Ten. So I think I think those are two. Um, I don't really think anyone in particular. But I think the Pac-12 could take a big step up as a conference this year because of how bad they've been recently. Really. Yeah. Um, who else? Um, I, I think Baylor is going to be great again. They're bringing most of their guys back. 
Um, Duke, Kansas, and Kentucky should always reload. I'm sure they will. Yeah, all right. Those blue bloods. Uh, it's crazy the way that they just churn out talented rosters. Yeah, for sure. Um, who else? I mean, like I, I think I think most conferences for basketball are really wide open. Like I don't think there are any major conferences, at least, where it's uh, it's like the season's over, like in football, where we know that Clemson's going to win the ACC and. Pretty much everyone is picking Oregon in the Pac-12. Yeah, no, it, it seems very. Like, I don't think you can. There's not necessarily one team just in the country that uh, stands out. Um, should be pretty open for me. I I noted three teams. Um, Villanova consistently really good. Um, yeah, they lose. They lose. Uh, Sadiq Bay. He's mainly the only guy. Correct me if I'm pronouncing that wrong. Uh, I think he's the only guy that they're really losing. And uh, they still have Gillespie. They have uh, Robinson Earl. Uh, count on Jay Wright to keep that team going. Always always a legitimate threat. Uh, ACC, one of the most consistently underrated programs to me in college basketball, Florida State. Um, they lose Trent Forrest, but MJ Walker is still there. I feel like he's been there forever. They added Scotty Barnes and... FSU just always has such a deep and athletic team that yeah, have a lot of height too. Yeah, um, so definitely not sleeping on Florida State. And for me, look, I'm I've made this clear in my writing in the previous podcast, even you know the segment uh, before the last. Um, I'm I'm very biased, but I think Arizona State is legitimately a team to watch. Um, you lose Rob Edwards and Ramella White, who, uh, White, important, um, transferring to Ole Miss, uh, our best big man really lack big man depth, but, uh, and Rob Edwards, good shooter, but you add Josh Christopher, uh, Marcus Bagley, Alonzo Verge announced that he's coming back to school, he's, he's gonna be one of the better guards in the Pac-12, if Remy Martin returns, I think that it's a very legit squad, and with Remy coming back, I think there will be some more bench depth. Oh, Remy Martin's coming back. He hasn't announced. He hasn't announced. Oh, oh. But um, Ver- yeah. Verge announced like a week or two ago. So I, yeah, I don't know. I think Arizona State could do really well. I think they'll be. I think they'll be the best team in the state, of Arizona. Yeah, exactly. Love to hear it. Love to hear it. Um, yeah. I I hope so. Um, definitely exciting. Uh, do I think they have? you know, any sort of national title hopes. No, but I think they can be in the thick of the Pac-12 race, which, I mean, they were last year, but I think maybe they could have more of a chance of winning it outright. And maybe, I mean, well, a Sweet 16 will be great. I don't know if we're quite there. But regardless, I think ASU is definitely a team to watch. So that's basically going to wrap up. All right, sorry, what were you saying? I said uh, I I think I think Utah could be solid. I really I really don't know a lot about Utah basketball. Really? I well, I, don't, I guess I don't know as much about them this year, but I mean they have Timmy Allen coming back. I think he's a great scorer, and um, I I guess they did have some transfers and some other guys leave, but I think they could be decent. I think they could be a sleeper in Pac twelve. Yeah, I mean. Uh, Pac-12. I mean, you said I think I think they can it can be better this year, but it's always it's always open. Yeah. Um, especially with uh, I mean Arizona's still been good, but it really all revolves around UCLA. 
Because if you UCLA was better last year, but overall, you know, when UCLA is good, the conference will be good, or at least better. Yeah, I mean, yeah, for sure, they do kind of carry the conference. Yeah, but that's basically gonna wrap up our main portion. We'll finish it off with the two minute drill. Um, Owen, we're gonna do. Two, I'm gonna pull up a two minute timer. Um, okay. I got I got these rapid fire questions for um, y'all who haven't listened. It's just. Like I just said, it's going to be rapid-fire questions. Um, it, uh, getting as many done as he can over two minutes. I actually, uh, the first person to fail the two-minute drill, uh, Jacob Duncan, the other Michigander. Um, I oh, failed the two-minute drill. <laughs> yeah, he didn't get it. He didn't get it done in two minutes. I mean, I respect. Oh, I see, I see. He was. Uh, he was. He, he was a little too thorough in his answers. I let him go through the rest of it, but it, it was a little bit disappointing. I'll represent Michigan well, and I will finish the two-minute Gotta drill. Gotta represent. Eastern Michigan didn't get it done. Can Michigan State get it done? Yes. Yes, All I right. can. Timer. Can. Yeah. Timer starting now. Uh, Slovis or Daniels? Um, Slovis. Uh, MJ or LeBron? LeBron. Saban or Bear Bryant? Saban. Uh, favorite NFL stadium? Um, AT&T Stadium. Uh, favorite college football stadium? Um, Spartan Stadium, I guess. <laughs> uh, favorite college basketball stadium? Uh, guess what I'm going to say for this, Breslin. <laughs> yeah, I could have seen that. Uh, Schefter or Rappaport? Uh, I, th- I think a Rappaport. I don't like Schefter. Uh, who would have won March Madness had it happened? Michigan State. <laughs> Good answer. Uh, favorite baseball or first baseball player that comes into your head? Miguel Carrera. Good answer. UNC or Duke? Uh, all time basketball, of course. Uh, UNC. Trey Burke or Frank Mason in college? Trey Burke. Oregon or Penn State football? Uh, Oregon. <laughs> um, favorite athlete from your childhood? Um. Brandon Jennings. <laughs> uh, John Morant or Trey Young? John Morant. Uh, best rivalry in sports? Okay, can you say that one more time? Uh, best rivalry in sports, sorry. Um, the, the rivalry between Western Michigan, Eastern Michigan, Central Michigan. <laughs> uh, <laughs> how hard is it being a Detroit sports fan? Uh, it's extremely depressing because every team in my city sucks. But I've converted to a Kansas City Chiefs fan like the year before they became they won the Super Bowl. So I picked a good time to become a Chiefs fan. Uh, terrific! Fifth, you only got ten seconds. Uh, who's gonna win the NFC West? Uh, Seahawks. Uh, could Rondo Moore be a uh, Heisman finalist? No. Top three wide receivers in the NFL. Um, Diggs. Uh, Hopkins, uh, back home. Okay, we'll go over, but, uh, 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 you went over, but we'll keep going. Um, this, uh, this question was old, but, um, did Woj really need to be freed? No. Ah. Um, uh, <laughs> what would you give up to have normal college football and college basketball seasons? Uh, my firstborn son. <laughs> <laughs> um, who will be the second best team in the ACC? Uh, what sport? Uh, sorry, uh, football. Um, Virginia Tech. Uh, Lions record this season? Uh, 2-14. and 14. <laughs> All right, so, uh, couldn't pull the way to Michigan there. I think, uh, I don't know what, what what's going on up there, but 
struggling with the two-minute time limit. Maybe maybe our first guests just uh, were built a little different. But um, really appreciated uh, you coming on, talking sports. Um, re- so really knowledgeable. Um, glad to have someone with the insight like you talk a little college sports and you know we've I've been saying it hoping for uh the best possible season and really I'll take whatever capacity but yeah for sure um again really appreciate you having on um for those listening thank you for tuning in make sure to check out uh the website the blog. follow us um on the social medias um instagram v.redshirt twitter uh the redshirt blog And that'll be all for today. Uh, Thank you for joining the Red Shirt Podcast.